This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. This is a this is a fade Denver series for me. Sorry, everyone listening in Denver. This is a fade Denver series for me. Paul Capazzo, shot clock at two. Three put up and in by Crowder. We're in the third. Here comes the galloping bridges. Knocked away. Aiden retrieves. It's Booker trying to free himself and tether himself from the D. It's in the finish. What a feed. What a play. On the BetQL Audio Network. You are locked into the BetQL Audio Network. I promise you it's not just going to be me this morning. Chris Ranji with you until uh, 1 a.m. Joe Ostrowski is here uh he's having some uh technical difficulties so once he gets those things rectified yeah it's it's the I didn't first know you were on until 1 a.m today ronji uh did i say 1 a.m yes you did oh my god i meant one eastern i am not on until 1 a.m because that would be well i mean i would be up still but you know i know a lot of people are in bed well before that unless you're watching basketball right now um, but Joe is going to join us as soon as he gets his technical difficulties all worked out. You are listening to the show uh, on the Odyssey app. You can do it that way. It's maybe the easiest way to do it. Also, if you live in Chicago on 105.9 FM HD2, you can catch us in Denver as well. 1430 and KCBS HD3 in Los Angeles. So uh, an interesting night of basketball last night because, uh, well, uh, neither one of these games was particularly close. And I don't know if I saw that coming. I don't think that most people did. In fact, that Nets-Bucks game was supposed to be, at least in terms of the betting lines, a whole lot closer than it ended up being. But it was never close the entire time. A 125-86 to final as New Jersey, I called them New Jersey again, didn't I? Uh, Brooklyn won over Milwaukee, 125-86, to despite the fact Giannis Antetokounmpo did have a double-double in the game. Just really wasn't nearly as effective as they're going to need him to be. He's going to have to be a whole lot better than he was. And even without James Harden, here are the Nets absolutely dominating at one point, almost up by 50. They were 49 points up on the Bucs, and and this thing was really not close at all. So um, Kevin Durant, 32 points. He was magnificent. My gosh, was he great. Uh, he He is so good. And they were able to do this without any help from their third biggest star on the team. So you had Kyrie, you had Kevin Durant available to play, no James Harden. This has to be an absolutely demoralizing situation for Milwaukee when you think, okay, here's a, here's a door open for us to maybe make a series of this, but instead 
you fall back two games to nothing, and it is, it, it's seemingly over now. And we're going to talk a little bit about what that series line is going to be later on and how confident you feel in, in what they're doing right now. Um, but again, uh, that is a series that I expected to be a little bit closer. And there were a lot of people, I'm not really one of them, but there were a lot of people that thought maybe Milwaukee not just could make a series of this, but also could potentially win the thing. You watch some of the prognosticators, some of the guys who have played in the league and who are on TV, on ESPN and, and whatnot, and, and they thought that Milwaukee might actually end up winning this series. Doesn't look like that's going to happen, though. But you, you never really know. But, but here's the bottom line. Now, the Bucks have to win four of the next five games. Do you think they can do that? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that does not look good. Meanwhile, the Phoenix Suns with a win over the Denver Nuggets. This was also not particularly close. 122 to 105 is the final score as Phoenix beats the Nuggets in game one of that series. Chris Paul, also terrific. A lot of his points scored late in that game. Uh, this is the one game I did really well in. Um, only placed, a, had a couple of plays on this one. Uh, bet the over. Uh, bet Paul to get over the 21, or excuse me, it was the... Uh, was it 21 and a half for him? No, I have to go back and look now. But uh, there there were two plays that I made on this game, and they both hit. So that, that was it. This was my good part of my day uh, yesterday was the Suns getting that over. I was a little nervous about that late. I mean, once we got to about the four-minute mark in the fourth quarter, started to feel a little bit better, but there was some time there. I didn't think uh, things were going to work out in my favor. Uh, Jake Galley is back in the studio. He is one of the nine producers we have on this show, and he is with us now. Jake, uh, how did you do yesterday? So I uh, also good morning, Chris. Good morning, guys. Oh, hello, Jake. Uh, <laughs> I wait, actually, wait, by I the way, him. Joe is dead, right? Like he's totally dead. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I think Joe's just working through it. But uh, I actually I told uh horvat and joe yesterday i'm not gonna lose our audience any money i stayed away uh and it's good right. because i was i was gonna i thought milwaukee would win that game and it was the least close basketball game i've ever watched uh they got blown out of the water right i, I can't i can't believe it i i mean i thought at least in the line prior to the game i think that was the that was the 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 plus one right yeah, i mean they were them yeah it was it was a pick them yesterday and i thought okay I'm going to stay away from that because I don't know if it's going to be that close. I certainly did not see a, a Milwaukee beatdown happening. Yeah, me neither. And, you know, the entire season, as a Sixers fan, obviously I'm optimistic about them making the finals despite what game one looked like for them. But, you know, I was kind of poo-pooing the additions that Brooklyn had made all year. And it looks like, like Blake Griffin... I was watching a game and they threw up an oop to him where he, I'm sure you've seen, he crushes Giannis yes. under the rim. From the baseline. Yeah, there needs to be an investigation into, into <laughs> Blake Griffin. I mean, he hadn't dunked in like two years and then he comes to Brooklyn and all of a sudden he's jumping over Kias again. Honestly, do you know what I think is happening here? I think the guy is just... Uh, it's like when a really good baseball player... Um, you know, he gets signed by a team and he goes to that team and he expects, well, I'm I'm supposed to carry this offense. And so uh, he's not able to because the weight of everything is on him. But then he leaves that team. He gets traded or whatever to like the Yankees or something. And then he's hitting eighth. 
He's hitting eighth in the order, and then suddenly he's allowed to flourish because there are a bunch of other really good hitters in front of him, and he doesn't have to carry the load. I, I wonder we if that's that the what's Will happening. Myers effect, Chris. The Will Myers effect. See, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> for a while, I called it the Nick Swisher effect, but it only worked for like one year, you know, because he was supposed to be good. He, he went to Chicago, wasn't good. Then he went to New York, and he was really good all of a sudden. Well, I guess you would be when you don't have to hit leadoff anymore, and now you're batting eighth. Um, but I think that's what's happening with Griffin here. I mean, you're on a team where you you can just do you, right? You don't you don't have to be the focal point of the offense or anything else. You could just occasionally get that dunk. You can. Um, I'm not going to say load management. I don't think that's the right term here. But you can just you can you can bide your time, right? You can wait for your moments, and that's what Griffin is able to do. Play a little bit of solid defense, and you're you're okay. I think he's in a great position, and that's why he's doing so well. Yeah, for sure. And they have, they have a lot of guys like that, whether it's Landry Shamit, him, and you know, if, if if I'm Milwaukee, I'd be afraid Giannis isn't going looking for his own Nick Swisher effect after uh, this year. He's not going to L.A. or something like that because. I mean, you remember, Chris, before before this season, all the talk was uh, how deep is is he going to sign the Supermax and how deep is Milwaukee yeah. going to get? And uh, if you lose in the second round again, I don't know. I, I don't know. That doesn't spell well. Look, look it was a it, it, it was a great thing for them to acquire Drew Holiday. He's he's a, a, a massive help. Uh, Middleton is decent. You know, I mean, he's he's played at an all star level, but it's just it's not enough. You know, I, I think if, if anything, what we've seen in the NBA over the last several years is you have to have not just one star uh, or superstar. You got to have at least a couple. And what the Bucks have is a team that's got a superstar, a legitimate superstar who still has room to grow in Giannis and then a couple of really good players around him, but not good enough. I think I think it really is that simple for the Bucks and I, I don't know how you fix it. And I for for the city of Milwaukee, I hope it's not a situation where he feels like he has to leave. Because as of right now, he wants to be where he is. And we know it's the NBA, so you can find your way out of a city if you want to. I mean, you, if you're that good, you're that good of a player, you can work your way out of town if you want to. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, unfortunately... Uh, for him, I mean, they tried to, they really did try to build that team around him. And uh, yeah, as you were saying, I, I just don't think it works. So what it's can just, you do? It's just not enough, Jake. I mean, it's, they, they, they gave him a, they gave him some help, but it's not enough help in this landscape. Look at, look at the team he has to go up against. You know, this, the, the, here's the evidence. And they have three superstars, Brooklyn does on their team. And I don't know how you, I don't know how you get past that, even when you are as good as Giannis is. And he still has flaws in his game. I mean, he, he probably could be a little bit better mid-range, but um, it, and that would help. It would go a long way, but it just isn't enough. It isn't enough against what you have to face in this conference. Anyway, I could get you to throw on Milwaukee plus 350 for the series listed up on points bet right now. Okay, um, uh, probably not. <laughs> It's a it's great value if it works out, but again, do you think they can win four of the next five? Absolutely not. Okay, no. so that's I mean, it's if it works out, uh, and you and you put that money down, you make a play on that. Good on you, but I, I just I, I can't see that happening now. 
for sure. Plus 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 three fifty is a very good number. But again, against this Nets team, even if James Harden doesn't play for the rest of the series, I don't know how you might steal one. Maybe you steal two. You ain't getting four. And and uh, you know, with, with only a a one game buffer to lose, I just don't see how in the world that's uh, that's possible for them. So it, it'll be an interesting series I, for the rest of the way, it, at least to see how close Milwaukee can keep this. Can they at least make a series of it? Can they push this to six? Um, I, I don't see seven games happening here, but I, I can. I think you can make an argument that they steal a couple. I think they'll get at least one. I, I would be surprised if they get totally swept out. But you know, if you just go based on what happened uh, last night, you would say the series is is over over, but I I I think the Bucks get at least one in this series. And I haven't checked the prices on that yet. Um, I've got them up here. For, uh, for the series prices to go six or to go seven or whatever. Yeah, so they have a net sweep right now, plus four hundred. Um, and then if you think that uh Milwaukee's only going to take one game, Brooklyn will win in five games, uh it's plus two twenty-five. So Personally, I do. I mean, like, look, they're doing this without Harden, and I know that Milwaukee is going to make adjustments. But if he a comes back this series, or if yeah. you know b Milwaukee could just kind of roll over. Uh, it's a group of guys who, uh, for the most part, just got thrown together this season. I, I don't. I don't know if they really have too much fight in them after they just get blown up like that. So, Jake, uh, Joe Ostrowski is back from the. He's deck. here. He's yeah, done he, it. Yeah, we we declared you dead, Joe. I, um, I see that, and my birth year is apparently 1975, according to the screen here on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. I saw, I saw that, too. What the heck thought, is that? Great. 1975, Joe? That means you're older no. than me, buddy. <sighs> it's, okay, uh, it's a shame that this is oh, no thoughts longer and prayers to Joe, by the way. exclusively a podcast, because I would be going on a tirade for the ages. And, Ranji, <laughs> you are someone who has seen me when I'm very upset. And, yes, uh, I have. Yeah, it was one of these moments. So I, I, I don't know what happened. We, we were talking. We were getting ready to go on the air. Jake Hassan yeah. is saying 30 seconds, guys, till the open. And what happens? I don't get a warning. I don't get a, hey, your computer's going to start. Uh, go through all these updates in about 30 seconds if you don't click this button. Oh, so no you stop. had to sit through updates? I sat through <laughs> one update. It never gave me an option to get out of the damn thing. Yes. It finishes. The piece of fruit is on the screen. Bar goes from left to right. Okay, I'm good. I only missed a minute or two. I'm sure Ranji's fine. Without any other option, here comes another update. Bar slowly <laughs> yeah. moving from the left side to the right side. Now we're through two updates. Here comes number three. Oh, yeah. I That's the only thing I could see on the screen. Wouldn't let me do anything. I was trying to get out of that, restart the computer. As soon as I turn it back on, it's going back to the update. I got a fourth update. And then finally, that's why I was gone for the first 10 minutes. A lot of fun. Joe, uh, you, you're right. I have seen you upset. And <laughs> the entire the entire time we, you know, we, we filled that first segment, I was thinking... I want to see. I wish there was a, a another camera on Joe, like security footage, well, just to see I, what you were throwing <laughs> in your room and if you broke anything. Because I know how you are. You got a little bit. Hey, how, how am I? Uh, you, uh, you got. Yeah, a little, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you're just. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I heard all about it because you're doing another podcast on an episode one. Uh, three oh, people true. that I used to work with. I work with none of them now except for you from time to time. And uh, you guys decided that all the co the former co-workers you've ever had, that mm -hmm. the person most likely to commit murder is Joe Ostrowski. No, no. They decided it. I just didn't totally disagree. No, <laughs> Melissa, no. She was the only one that had my back on that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we accomplished nothing in this first segment. Well, I I'm hope to be back, here. Buddy. Thank you for the next two hours and 40 minutes. It's Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji. Uh, I got to get to some reaction to what we uh, witnessed in the NBA playoffs. If you stuck with any of those games, especially that first one, ugly stuff. And we'll look at tonight's games as well. This is BetQL Daily Ostrowski and Ranji on the BetQL Audio Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. This is a, this is a fade Denver series for me. Sorry, everyone listening in Denver. This is a fade Denver series for me. Paul Capazzo, shot clock at two. Three put up and in by Crowder. We're in the third. Here comes the galloping bridges. Knocked away. Aiden retrieves. It's Booker trying to free himself, untether himself from the D. It's in the finish. What a feed. What a play. On the BetQL Audio Network. Oh, what do you know? We're back. It's Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji. BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Usually here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Um, I think we're good. And during those technical difficulties, Ranji, I do want to let you know that uh, I was not snippy with my wife at all because it is day one of summer vacation. Oh, no. And because my computer's going through updates, my quickest, my first assumption is get the kids off the iPads. So they're ruining the internets. <laughs> <laughs> did you, wait, did you yell upstairs? Is that I, what you did? I didn't yell. I just send a text. I'm like, you know, it's quite the coincidence that the first day is summer break, <laughs> right when my show is supposed to start at 9 a.m. Central time that I can't get on the air and had nothing to do with the Internet. And they can't go outside because we've got people working on the yard in the yard today. It's a uh, it's a mess. But we're back. You're, we're you're already bussing everybody in the house. Also, yeah. You're bus tossing everybody and it's none of their faults. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. just jobs. It's his fault. Like Steve how do Jobs? you not? Wait. How do you not get? How do you not get the option to like? No, I'll do this another time. You do, Joe, I didn't. You do. I did. Usually you do. Usually, yeah, but I did not. So you probably pushed a button that you don't realize you've pressed. No, you Nobody. probably hit. You probably hit like oh, um, uh, automatically do, uh, do this update between you know nine a.m. and whatever. Maybe you actually automatically hit a nine a.m. Uh, you know, update thing or it's something. It's got to be under the setting settings. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, I'm glad you're back. And this time, uh, technical <laughs> difficulty in our world means an actual technical <laughs> difficulty. As, that as we is told, true. We we have told people before that, and this is true. This is this is some radio uh, inside 
uh, Joe and I have lots of experience with people saying uh, technical difficulties and the technical <laughs> difficulty is somebody forgot to push a button. Like user that's error. It. It's not, yeah, user error. But this time it was, in fact, a technical difficulty. Joe, it's good to have you back. Yes. And by the way, the... Dylan says, your internet trash. So <laughs> I think that's a thing behind the scenes. Anytime a human messes up, like, you can yeah. just say technical difficulties. But it was technical difficulty. <laughs> Boy, um, favorites last night. You're sitting pretty in the NBA playoffs if you went favorites, favorites. Let's start with the Western Conference late game. Oh, the Suns were pumped up. You had Guy Fieri there courtside. You had Jimmy Eat World playing Flavor the middle. Town. Oh, man, a lot of good stuff going on. Suns take care of the Nuggets, 122 to 105. Nuggets, what were they, up by nine in the middle of the third quarter? Then the big run started uh, for Phoenix. Uh, they went on a 16-0 run. There was 11-0 run there. And, oh, is the outlook for this squad quite different when uh, you have a much healthier Chris Paul has changed everything. And I did, Joe, on him. He had the 13 and a half points. That was the over-under for him. I did take the over. And he, you know, he cashed in on that fairly easily. It took some time, though. I mean, we got to the fourth quarter, and I think that's really when um, he he took off there. But 21 points for him. Um they are a different team. Defensively, they're one of the best teams remaining in the playoffs, and we knew that was going to be a, a particular challenge in this series. But, um, you know, for Denver, um, I, I still think the Suns are the best team in this series, even though Denver's got the MVP on their team. It just, there's, the, the Suns have more. And as I said, defensively, they are a better team. And when you've got that good defense, which you have to have in the playoffs, it is such a massive help. Regular season's one thing. When you get to the postseason, it's completely different. This Suns team is dangerous, man. And 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 remember what we said about the Lakers before that series? That if Los Angeles gets past Phoenix, their road to winning the Western Conference is, is not easy. But it is a lot easier because that was going to be the toughest test. And I think that's bearing out, at least in game one. And, and I don't think Denver's going to get swept out or anything. But Phoenix is a tough, tough team. And they spread it out four players with 20 points or more last night. You know what you're going to get from Booker every game. And now that CP3 is healthy, you're getting a better version of him. Aiton with the bust out season. But when Mikael Bridges is going to lead your team in scoring, I mean, does he, and with that defense, uh, yeah. near the top and efficiency all season long, does the opposition have much of a chance? Uh, probably not. I addressed yesterday on the show, like just try to take those three regular season matchups and push them to the side. All of them were close. You had a three point game and overtime and a double overtime, completely different scenarios, different players on the court for Denver on the nugget side. No, if you're optimistic that Denver can make this a series, you've got to think that the MVP, he may not have enough, may not have enough horses to work with to pull this thing out, but to make it competitive, you would think uh, that Jokic is not going to have a repeat performance of what we saw last night. 22-9-3, and three, that's not Jokic, and that's not enough. He needs to uh, carry a lot more. No, I mean, I mean, 10 to 23, as you mentioned, that's not going to work. 22 points for him. He was a minus 13 on the floor last night. But then again, you know, everybody was was in the minus category. Every every one of the, the full time starters, with the exception of uh, Gordon. But um, yeah, I mean, he it, it's it's this simple. The bulk of the offense has to come from him. 
and probably Michael Porter Jr. I mean, you're those are those are the two guys who are. And where was he in the second half? Where was Porter Jr. in the second half? Right, and and he had that that unbelievable game a few days ago where he hit like the first six threes he took. I don't think it's going to take that from him every night, but Mm -hmm. he's going to have to be a threat like that, at least close to that, in order for them to come back and win this series. If we're, yeah, is uh, is Phoenix clearly? Just forget the regular season, just the way these teams are playing right now. Number one overall is the team we'll talk about in just a second. But is Phoenix clearly the best team in the West? Or is that to be decided? Let's see Utah because it's been a while. Yeah, Utah's the only challenger there. It's not the Clippers. And uh, I'm sure you talked about it yesterday. I'm kind of astonished that that LA came back and won that series just because of the, you know, the uncertainty they give you every single year. Um, and I, I, I want to believe in them because they've got one of the best players on the planet on that team, but you know, mm-hmm. it's the Clippers and they kind of have, 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 they, they make you doubt them. Um, I do want to see Utah. I want to see what Donovan Mitchell does tonight and what he does for the series. But I think Phoenix, by virtue of them being as strong of a defensive team as they are to go along with some of the offensive talent I have that, that they have, I think they might be. I think they are the best team left. They're at least the most difficult matchup. And I know there are a lot of people who think Utah, despite how good they were, is beatable. Phoenix is that team you just do not want to play. And I bet of all the teams left, they may not be the best team, but I think they're the team you least want to face. Which sounds weird. I mean, it's it's an insane argument, but I think there's a lot of truth to it. In the West, it's fun because we have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I, I could sit here and make a case for the Suns representing the West in the NBA Finals. Um, the the winner of the Clippers series, like you could make a case for that. And e- with either team, with either team mm-hmm. stepping out, feels like Denver's the only one that can't get out of there. Well, how how do you feel about the Clippers? Like, do you are you comfortable making um, a play on them nightly? Uh, not. Not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. Coming off all the basketball, intense uh, basketball that they've played of late and with very little rest, which is uh, which is why we see them as four-point dogs. Um, but before we get to uh, the games tonight, wow. First off, from a uh, sports betting perspective, when I was sitting here yesterday morning previewing this game, and the Bucks were underdogs. I never thought we would get to a point where the Brooklyn Nets in the second round of the playoffs, even though they were missing one of their big three, they would mm-hmm. be underdogs. But that's what happened at tip. The Nets were underdogs to the Bucks, And guess what? The Nets cover by 41. The under comes in uh, under 238 by 27 points. At one point, Brooklyn led by 49. They went wire to wire on the Bucks. Milwaukee didn't lose wire to wire all regular season, but it happened last night. This should probably be more about the Nets, that they are the likely team to win the championship. But in my world, this is more about the Bucks as they go down 0-2 in the series because Mike Budenholzer is so fired. Oh yeah, you've got to do better than this. And you've, I think the best they can absolutely do now is make a series of this. But I, I got a lot of doubt they can even steal a couple here. 
I think yeah. they get one for sure. I just I don't think they're going to get swept out. Um, there's probably going to be a night where Giannis is just so good that they end up winning. Uh, but do they do it twice? They're certainly not going to do it four times. We, we talked about this during the last segment when you were having your technical difficulties. But for the Bucks to win four of the next five games, that is just not happening. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if the Nets are a dog the rest of the series. They probably aren't. No, 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 no. Yeah, as the series will shift to Milwaukee, I would think not. Um, can you make a case? Hey, you were a top three seed, but you ran into a team when we look back that clearly the best in the NBA. Maybe they just don't lose another playoff game the rest of the way. Like that's not out of bounds. Look no. at what they did without Harden. Like that could happen. Can you make a case for, okay, no change. You ran into the nets, got the big three, three of the best players in the world on the same squad. There's nothing you could do. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. You were going to lose that series. Well, I mean, yes, I don't think they're going to run the table the rest of the way. Um, there's going to be a time or two, but I, 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 my feeling about the Nets is when they're healthy and they lose, it's just one of those where maybe everybody's not present that night. You know what I mean? Because if, if everybody is, and it's not to say the players aren't invested every game they play, but there are just some games where it's not, maybe there's not a level of intensity that you want, but as long as that's there, I don't see how anybody beats them. Who's, am I going, who's, am I going too far to by declaring this series over? Am I going to? I, I know. I, I mean, I, I feel like it's over. I, I feel okay. like the best thing Milwaukee can do is take a game or two, but that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's common sense. Uh, this morning on points bet, if you look at the updated series price, it's Nets minus 475. I actually thought the series price would be a little bit higher than that. Uh, yeah. The way that the the Brooklyn Nets dominated last night. I mean, here here's the bottom line. Like, if you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan or just an observer of the league, uh, they gave Budenholzer another shot. Yeah, and um, they bolstered the roster. They made a big upgrade with Holiday, and he was missing a lot of time during the regular season, but he's there for you right now. Uh, you didn't have a player in your team score 20 points last night. Like, they were down, again, 49 points. They were down by 49, and they were missing one of their best players. And you have Giannis, and this is, I believe, your number eight with Giannis. Window is supposed to be wide open. And if uh, we continue down this path, it is now going to be eight years with one of the top few players in the world. And you've made the conference finals once a, for the most part, a weaker, a weak East, um, weaker certainly than the other conference. And you've made the conference finals once. It, it is winning time. He is in his prime. And you might go down in four games to the Nets. And last year in the second round, you go down to the Heat in five. Well, it's um, it's it's two things, Joe. It's coaching. It's also personnel. He's got some good players around him. But if we know anything about the league, we do know that you have to have more than just good players around your star. You got to have other stars. And they just don't have other stars. Middleton, I mean... Not a star. You Good need, player, you need, not a star. And you need more from him. What he misses for six or eight shots last yep. night after having a bad game one, you needed more out of him. Uh, oh, they were the good player, not a star. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
but they should be doing better than this. At least uh, they should be competing, competing, which they are not doing. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Raji continue to uh, talk about the NBA playoffs. Take a look at tonight's game and the MLB slate on the BetQL Audio Network.